Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday. Or happy Sunday, I guess, for those cool-ass motherfuckers out there who are Patreon patrons. Welcome to Just Friends. As always, I'm your host, Mitchell Embry. And welcome to part two of our conversation with Shamir Patel. Y'all know how these part two intros go. I don't want to talk too much. I just want to let you guys get back to listening. So here he is, part two of Shamir Patel. I don't think I could be a vegetarian. No, I tried it for like two weeks and then I went to Taco Bell. Like I went to Taco Bell once, got whatever it was with beans. It was kind of boring to me. And then the next time I went to Taco Bell, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like I have gone a year without eating beef. Really? Yeah. And it only lasted a year because I went to a Chinese restaurant and accidentally like ordered beef. Really? So I was like, oh, well, well a year, that's good enough for me. I, that's a that that takes a lot of discipline to do something like that for a year. Yeah, I mean, I figured I I saw chicken and everything else. So True, it was it was pretty easy, but it makes you think like, what can I not eat? Mm-hmm. You know, like pepperoni. There's beef in that. Really? Yeah, just simple things like that. <clears throat> I don't. Ha- I tried to do a keto diet where I cut out carbs. Yeah, I got a co- I got a coworker that does that, and I just couldn't do it. Like, my coworker, he's gone full force into it. He's dropped, I think, at least 50 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And, like, he shows me the things he eats. He'll go to any burger place, just get it without the bun. Yeah. That's all you do. Just fat and protein. That's all you do. It and really I, is. And I, I've started picking up that on that. Because I think everything tastes better without the bun. So I always get it, like, with a lettuce wrap or just fork and knife it. I do love a lettuce wrap. Mm-hmm. I love yep. a lettuce, a burger with a lettuce wrap. It's really good. Like now I don't, when I go Jimmy John's unwitch every time. Really? That's my thing now. Yeah. So I, I've started this thing where, cause I always eat junk food. Oh yeah. I'm always hungry for junk food. So in my house, I don't have junk food. You know, uh, I think the trick for me is, uh, starts like baby steps. Mm-hmm. Like first I would just take out all the junk food, replace it with grapes, carrots, you know, things that I like eating on the side mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and then for my meals, I would always eat big meals. And that would cause problems, like just tummy problems. Yeah. Right? So I I figured, you know, I'm going to eat less at a time. So I started doing, doing that, and it's been fine. Like, I don't regularly exercise. Like, I'll play volleyball once a week, and I walk my dog. I try to walk my dog every day, but, you know, it's cold and rainy sometimes mm. so but yeah just just that I, I try not to pick out but when i pick out i try to make up for it yeah like if i have a really big lunch which is kind of normal i'll kind of tone it down for dinner maybe that's a really good i walk my dog a lot and you know what you wouldn't even think about it but if you can get like a good hour long just like brisk walk in yeah that's pretty good yeah it's, if you do it every day but at the end of the day, you really do have to be conscious of like what's going into your body, yeah, and like what you're doing with your body because middle age really puts things in it, perspective. It, it's hard, yeah, yeah. So you got a dog, yep. Spike. Spike. Yep. How long have you had him? Oh, it's been a year. I had him. It's going to be two years in October. That's awesome. Did you have dogs growing up? Not at all. Nope. I decided I've always wanted one, so mm-hmm. I decided to get one. What kind of dog is he? Ooh, boy. Oh, he's a bit of everything. Oh, yeah? He's got German Shepherd, Chihuahua, uh, Pekingese. Whoa, whoa. I, can, I can show you a picture. 
<laughs> Let's back up for just a second. Because those two, as the first two examples, in my mind, I imagined, I had to imagine a German shepherd and a chihuahua making a baby. Yeah. It started with the German shepherd as the boy. And that immediately stopped because <laughs> I was like, oh, that poor chihuahua. Oh. And then it shifted to the chihuahua as the boy. And then it was kind of sad because I was also thinking like, oh, that poor lady German shepherd just getting humped by that yeah. tiny little male chihuahua. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know the exact dynam- dynamics, but so there, there, is, <laughs> there is that. There is, uh, Explain to me the logistics of the of the sex that took place to make your dog. I oh, like- sure. Uh, <laughs> um so he's he's got German Shepherd, Chihuahua, Pekingese, um, I think Retriever, Labrador, and Beagle. Did you do like a DNA test? Is that how you know? Yep. Yep. Well, how did what did you do that through? Uh, I think something on Amazon. Okay, it, I want to do something similar to that. Yeah, it cost. I think it was fifty at least. Oh, well, that's not bad actually. Yeah, 50, 70. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in there. You just do the whole con swab, send it over, and they'll give you results in like a, a week or two. That's pretty cool. Maybe we will do that. Have you done like the 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 human version of that, the 23andMe? I have not. No. I would be interested in doing that. Yeah. So how did you get Spike? Uh, I just looked him up. Really? Um, Whatever the pet finder oh, yeah. websites are. So like Humane Society kind of thing? Like Rescue? Yeah. So I looked him up. Like I wanted to... I was thinking about a husky because I think they, they look cool. Yeah. But then you're like looking up all the breeds, like, oh, huskies are very energetic. Mm-hmm. Like, got to commit a lot of time to like exercise and all that stuff. Like, oh, I don't think I'm committed to that yet. <laughs> but I knew I wanted a, a puppy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I didn't know what I wanted. But I wanted something young so I can like grow up to like learn me, mm-hmm. I guess. So I was just browsing through pictures and then I found a picture of Spike, who's, whose name at the time was Dude. <laughs> I, they they give him like general names so they didn't like pick up on him yeah oh and he was so cute i was like this is the one oh i'm trying to find a good picture here's one of him sleeping the other day if you want to yeah let me see that oh like he's all these different things but he makes it work <laughs> yeah oh, oh my gosh you're gonna have to text me this picture because I'm gonna have to put it on the Just Friends Facebook page so that people can see this. But okay, I'll, this I'll, is adorable. I'll give you a. Mo- There's more. I have a whole album. There's like a thousand pictures and videos of them. Yeah, I got a little bit That's for a, a while. It, that became what my Instagram page was. Oh, was just yeah. pictures of my dog. <laughs> yeah, he's got a big time German Shepherd vibe. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I thought he was half German Shepherd because I, I thought he would grow bigger. But mm-hmm. he's he's thirty pounds and he stopped right there. And oh, I, that's I, like perfect. Yeah, I realized it's because he's part Chihuahua, so he's he's tiny, and so he's. I have pictures of him everywhere, like on my work computers. He's all my wallpapers, even even my phone. He's on my phone. Yeah, and my computers at home. He's everywhere. That's the best. Well, he's family now. He's like your kid. <laughs> yep. Do yep. you call yourself dad? Yep. Yeah, me too. I call myself Papa. Papa. <laughs> yeah. That's even better. I'm so jealous that I don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, so the first day I got him, um, I had my brother and uh, Keisha and Rima help out. Okay. Because Rima's got a dog. Okay. Uh, so they have a dog, and now they have a cat, too. Okay. Uh, so I asked her for a lot of help, like, what do I do? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Any mm-hmm. tips? So when I got him, they came over, brought some stuff over for me, and, you know, we played around with them. Um, apparently, he was the the oldest of, like, four brothers. I was like, okay, that's cool. Um 
the moment they left, it was just me, Shotgun, and my cousins. No, I'm not Shotgun, Spike. Mm-hmm. They left 10 minutes later. I look, and he dropped the most perfect spiral poop <laughs> on my carpet. I was like, oh, it's begun. <laughs> it's begun. I'm, I'm, I'm rushing to get the napkins, get the spray, all mm-hmm. that stuff, and that, that's just how it started. Did you, what, So what have you done? Did you, did you like mat train him or did you like bell train him or what'd you do um so i started with the the puppy pads by the door the pads those, yeah i was told those you're not supposed to use those because that makes them comfortable to pee in the house mm-hmm. um i think most of it was just watching him mm-hmm. right so i would close off sections of the house with big boxes so he couldn't get far from me because he liked to pee on the carpet mm-hmm. so i'd keep him in the kitchen and i would just hang out in the kitchen all day so I just watch him. And if, if I see him sniff around, that's when I need to throw him outside. Mm-hmm. Well, not like throw him outside, but like take him outside and see if he's going to do something. Right. Just so that he knows that pee goes outside. Right. Right. And I think it was a lot of also hanging around with uh, at Keisha and Rima's house. Because they have their dog and they take they got a whole fenced-in yard. They just let him out. Right. So I think from that, he got used to saying, knowing that go outside to go do your business. And so he's house trained now? Yeah, I mean, no, we, we've nice. had our accidents. I think those are my fault just because right. bad timing or whatever. I've, I will say, I, I did say that Winnie never really had issues with accidents in the house, but mm-hmm. there were some of the occasions where she would, but they were all definitely my fault. Right. Like I left her inside too long, yep. something like that. Yep. Like one time we went to sleep, he was whining at the door. I'm like, and this was at the point where we were fine going to sleep at night, and he would sleep through the whole night. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the whole thing. Like waking up at two in the morning just to pee. <laughs> but and then he was like at the door i'm like what the hell are you doing just go to sleep and then i hear him pissing on the floor (laughs) yeah winnie would winnie actually still does that she wakes me up whining in the middle of the night because she needs to go outside Mm. but again that's usually my fault because i didn't let her out before we went to bed right yeah i try to do that that's fair yeah so you you got the the doggy now doing that adult life yep um what's 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 next what's the plan for the the next big move uh find someone yeah get married meet a person get married yeah yep what any any prospects nope damn well that's kind of lame yeah how did keisha meet his wife uh well they went to school together yeah um i don't know if they took the same classes Mm -hmm. but they were in school together while and then it just happened is there a lot yes, of pressure sir. for you to marry an Indian girl? Um, yeah, I guess so, just because we're Indian. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of pressure back then when it first all started. Like, you got to find a Patel. You got to find this girl who does this, this, and this, I guess. I used, I used to be picky about all this stuff because I didn't know any better. I was, very, I was very naive. Like, oh, I need to find someone who, just someone who knows their stuff. Yeah. But then, like, they have to be like, this old or something yeah this tall that kind of stuff and you know as the years go on like that stuff's like all that picky stuff's not really important like no. i don't really care how old you are well i mean it kind of matters how old you are you got to be within a range but yeah. like not if like you don't want to marry a nine-year-old yeah correct <laughs> like at first it used, to, it used to be like oh this person has to be younger than me right but now it's like that, that doesn't matter anymore yeah i used to be picky too when i was younger when I was younger, I was girl crazy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if I noticed until I 
was having a conversation on this podcast with somebody, maybe Dave. And I maybe said, I had a huge crush on her about like five different girls. Right. And I realized, no, I was, I was really girl crazy. Uh, it's been interesting for me. Just, I haven't been in a lot of relationships, mm-hmm. but it's been cool to be in some bad ones and kind of realize like what I actually want out of a partner. Like learning a, from that. Yeah. As yep. opposed to what I thought I originally wanted out of a partner. Mm-hmm. Cause I was very wrong. Yep. Um, I'm sure it'll happen for you. Yeah. Time. You know what we need? You know what we need to do? We need to go out. <laughs> That's how I met my wife, dude. Okay. I, I didn't think that it was real. Are you, do, are, wait, so, so are you doing like the, uh, are you on that social media dating? You doing that Bumble on that Tinder and stuff like that? Uh, I am. I will say I am on some apps. Yeah. I was on them for a little while. Yeah. Do you like it? Is it fun for you? I mean. <laughs> going on many dates? No. <laughs> me either. I did it's, not go on hardly any. So like the problem is, I don't know if it's a problem with me or, or what, but like. Definitely since, not a problem with you, sir. Since, oh, thank you. I need that. Um, <laughs> I think since like September or October this past year. Yeah. I've been ghosted by like 10 different people. Damn. Yeah. Like after like a two days or even a week, like just no more response. I'm like, okay. Hmm. That's lame, I, but that's culture. That's like the the ghosting yeah, culture like, now. Yeah, like you see these things on Reddit where people do like stats on their Tinder. Like these are how many people ghost me. These are how many match. These are how many people from that match I'll be on a date with. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. And now I'm realizing, okay, that is true. Because <laughs> right. yeah, want me to give you some? If if you allow me to give you a little advice, go for it. This is this is what I only I did not do the social media app dating mm-hmm. for very long but when i did it the trick is to get a date planned early yeah in like the first couple of days mm-hmm. do you have any interesting like social media dating stories oh uh, no <laughs> <laughs> i'm the only the only thing i can remember is uh there was one from like san francisco but she had terrible road rage really oh my god like what was it she's driving right and all of a sudden she cuts in front of this car and this car starts honking and then she sticks her she sticks the bird out she the window flips on the bird she's wow. like fuck you and all that bullshit and then we spread a stop stoplight they pull into the side and they both out the windows like fuck you bitch fuck you i'm like oh is this a first date yeah first time oh god yeah first you- first and last one first and last <laughs> one I'm like oh, okay this is it Ugh. and then it just happened on that on that we uh, we went to ramen mm-hmm. i ate too much ramen and i just <laughs> i was like fuck we had to stop by like a walgreens get some pepto-bismol <laughs> and then I, I had to find the first bathroom just sit there and like let it all come out because it all came out that's hilarious that's a great story what are you talking about you don't have any good stories that's a I phenomenal mean, story when i was doing the social media dating thing i did it for about a year mm-hmm. and i think i maybe went on two dates i did not have a lot of success um one of the very first ones i went on was a girl from this end of town she worked at the car dealership right across from the Starbucks that I was working at at the time. Okay. And I was probably 22, 23. I think she was 30. She was right like on the edge of like who I was willing to date. Mm-hmm. And then I went out with her and we're at this coffee shop and she starts talking. We're talking kind of like, and then she brings up her kids. I was curious. That's yeah. Okay. I was like, she's at that age. I bet she has kids. So she starts talking about her kids. I was like, oh, you have kids. That's awesome. Tell me about them. I was trying to be open. 
Right. You know. Right. She had a eight-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a 12-year-old. How old is she? She was 30. Oh, okay. I was 23. Also, yeah. I was like, wow, great. They could be your friends. Damn. Wonderful. <laughs> we should, I would, I would love to hang out Holy, with you. Look, you did your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was a really interesting thing. Yeah, dude, you know what you need, you got to do. You just got to start going out. Yep. You go out much? No, I don't get out much. Really? No. Um, that's how I met my wife. I, I didn't used to get out much. It wasn't a thing that I liked to do. Mm-hmm. But then Dave and I were single at the same time. And we were just kind of, we were like on the prowl almost. We were almost like like lions. Like we were like, we're going to oh, meet boy. some girls. We're going to get out there and we're just going to pounce on them. Yeah, and we did. Like, it's it's weird because especially now, like with the whole, sh- the way that culture has changed so much now, like you have to be mm-hmm. really, really careful about how you pursue girls. Yep. But we would literally just go out we'd scope out the environment that we were in. We usually had like, we had a couple of bars that we liked to frequent. We would do, uh, we do O'Shea's cause you can dance. I like to dance mm-hmm. and we would do, I've seen. Yes. And we would do, uh, what's that? Do you know Bartown road area very well? Yeah. You know that place next to Hopcat? It doesn't matter, but there was this little bar that had karaoke and we just go there and, uh, we'd scope out. We'd look, we'd see, are there any girls around? And if we saw you, you'd have to. There'd have to be more than one girl, because obviously we were there together. Right. And they have to appear to be single. And we just walk up to them like, "Hey, what's up? My name's Mitch. My name's Dave. Can we sit down?" We would crash and burn so often. Yeah. Oh my god, it was terrible. But one time, I met my wife. Yep. It was really cool. Yeah, that's that's why here a lot. It's all about getting through the failures. You're going to fail, so you got to accept it and just keep going. It, be, be persistent it sucks yeah don't get me wrong oh yeah it all it all it sucks always it sucks yeah um but that, that's okay so not loving the social media dating or do you enjoy it do you get a <laughs> high out of the swiping do you get it no you, you don't like that it's like oh <laughs> yeah oh uh, i don't know if i i don't mean i don't enjoy it. it's just something i just have to do yeah right like just tr- just trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. you know. I don't I don't feel like ooh yeah, like left right left right. It's like okay okay, kind of thing. Because people get intoxicated by that. I actually <laughs> I know people who are in relationships, mostly mm-hmm. girls, and they'll have like a guy friend who is single, mm-hmm. and they'll swipe for them. Oh just boy, just because they like they like oh, the it's swipe. Addictive. Okay, it is a little bit addictive. Okay. And then if you get a match, I remember the match. You know, it's like that dopamine, mm-hmm. like this person likes me. Yep. Yep. And uh, it can be a little bit of, it can be addicting. And there's definitely now there's a culture around it and ghosting is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Cause when you match like, Ooh, finally. Right. But then you could ghost like, Ooh, let's, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how it felt for me too. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I mean, it's been two weeks since anybody's matched with me on this. Right. Dating in your 30s. There's a lot of people doing that. Dave was doing that. What's what's your ideal girl? Ladies, if you're listening to this. No, I don't want to go into that. <laughs> there are probably, I don't know, actually. Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know who's listening to this. Yeah. That's one of the weirdest things about it. I can, I'll show you, like, my analytics and stuff Ooh, like okay. that afterwards. Um, it's not super, 
it's hard to figure out a demographic because mm. it doesn't tell me like male, female, oh, really, or anything like that. Because I, I don't think it really knows. Oh, okay. Because just people randomly downloading it. It's just whatnot. people randomly, gotcha. randomly downloading gotcha. it through like different, different apps. I mean, I'm pretty much anywhere you want to get it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube does give you a lot of very specific information. Google about, knows a lot. Yeah. Yes, uh, but I'm not getting a whole lot of YouTube traffic. Because I don't have a video aspect. Oh, are you on YouTube? I'm on YouTube. What I'm doing is I'm uploading the conversations, like, with my logo as a background. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. And I'll put a little waveform over oh, it. Okay. So, like, nice. as we're talking, like, a little bouncing. So, it's something nice, to look nice. at. Um, eventually, I would like to get, like, a little camera. I'll listen to those. Rig. Yeah. Do that. But uh, I don't know. Right now, it's just not really... I don't know. Um so maybe I need to get that going. Especially for like, if you do like groups of four. Yes. That'd be fun. Yeah. To watch. I want to do a group of four. You said you'd be interested in doing that. Yep. Who, who would you want to be on here with? Oh, uh, you said like Chad and Jake, right? Chad and Jake have both yep. done episodes. Yep. That'd be really fun. That'd be fun. Do you, are you still, are you in contact with like Udit and Nahit very much? Cause they're out of the that's, state now. Yeah. That's very rare. Really? Yeah. Like I think. One time I heard about a U of L teacher when I just texted her, hey, this is this happened, and then that's it. Yeah. But, like, with Chad, yeah, he's in here in Louisville. And I, I did hear what he said about, like, us, like, growing apart. I mean, it's true. Because he works, I think he still works downtown. Yeah, he works at, at LG&E. Uh, at uh, LG&E. So I used to work right outside of downtown. So, and we would chat every day on Google uh, messages. Nice. Um, we would go out to lunch almost every day but then we got to like every tuesday thursday so every tur- every tuesday i drive down pick him up we drive to indiana to um whatever the closest exit was we go to qdoba every tuesday nice for double points tuesday oh yeah so that's why i have like one hundred seventy thousand points at qdoba <gasps> do they don't do that anymore though do they the they points do. oh they still they, use the points they do yeah nice i would we would bank our points and just see how many we save up but mm-hmm. i i'm i'm still saving to this day i can buy a lot of burritos. <laughs> I could put a store out of business, probably. Man. Um, so we go out to lunch every Tuesday, Thursday, just chat every day about like what we're doing at work. Just bullshit like that. Yeah. Because you guys do really similar stuff. Yep. And then um, I got laid off from there. Then I started working at CBSI where I work now. But that's farther away. That's like Shelbyville, Hurstbourne, mm-hmm. right at that cross section. Um, and it's a lot farther away. So we couldn't really do lunch every week mm-hmm. and like being that i was my first time there like i was afraid i don't want to take too long lunches because i could get fired yeah you know like the first year like oh anything i do i could get fired so i gotta be mm-hmm. on my best behavior so we would do lunches like every friday now and then and he was busy with work at the time because he was like working on some special project or something yeah. i remember that time in chad's life yeah, because he they he had to work overtime for yeah. a couple months, maybe even a year for that. So that that got in the way too. But just the distance, we couldn't really drive up to lunch a lot anymore. Yeah. So then it just kind of grew apart a little. Are we still? I still text him like very rarely though about shit that happens that relate to both of us. But yeah, that's pretty much it so far. That seems to be like friendship in your thirties yeah i spend a lot of time with my immediate family Mm -hmm. i see my sister and my brother-in-law a lot i see my in-laws a lot and we'll hang out probably once a week right but 
the last time I hung out with Chad was when he did the podcast with oh, me. Oh, really? That's yeah. wild. Okay. And because everyone's busy with their own stuff, everybody's so busy with their own stuff. That, and that's yep. kind of what I want this, like I was saying earlier, like that's kind of what I want this to be is like mm-hmm. a chance for us to have a more intimate, like hangout session yep. when, when we can't just be with each other, we can right. still invest in each other. And so yeah. that's, what's kind of cool about it. Yeah. Cause I know he's got his job. He's married. He's got a kid. Mm-hmm. And then on my side, I've got my job. I've got my dog and I've got mock Charlie. Have you heard about that? No. What's that? Yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, intercollegiate uh academic activity okay where students will pretend to be attorneys and witnesses and they'll act out like court cases against other schools in front of like judges and attorneys right so it's like acting out an episode of law and order you've got your witnesses you've got your evidence you've got your exhibits and whether on your prosecution or the defense side you just present your case and then whoever gets the most points wins that round oh my gosh that sounds so cool how do you do this so what happened is during our co-ops at speed school, I had a friend who was already on um, a mock trial team at Bellarmine University. Okay. That's where my wife graduated from college. Nice. nice. And um, he called me one day. He's like, are you bored when you get home? I'm like, yeah, dude. All I do is go to co-op and then come back home and that's it. Yeah. And so, and he knew that I used to be on quick recall math count science libid back in like elementary school and middle school because we compete against each other. So he knew I had that competitive spirit. And so um, he called me. He's like, you might be interested in mock trial because this is what it is. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll join. And then I joined. I was on the, the team for two years. Then I graduated. And then I stuck around to like help coach the incoming students. Became head coach for like two years. Uh, that's because all the other coaches left because they had their lives to live. Still cool, though. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm back to like assistant coach because we got another head coach because he's an attorney. Um, and right now this is my ninth year in coaching. Yeah. The mock trial team. That's really cool. So yeah. Do you think it's made, like, what have you t- taken away from that? What skills have you learned? I, like- I would say I probably wouldn't be where I am without it. Really? Yeah. Cause I used to be a lot more quiet and a lot more just in myself. Mm-hmm. Well, like mock trial has helped me to, uh, analyze critical think and like be open be more public and speaking and all that stuff be more assertive also i imagine because yeah and you because you said you didn't like conflict yeah well I'll, yeah that's true like i would play the indian doctor as a witness you know with the accent and everything <laughs> <laughs> that's just what i knew so you so you're also like performing yeah oh that sounds so yeah. much fun oh yeah it's fun it's fun um it's so like all those skills I got from that, like without it, I wouldn't have been able to do my master's project for speed school. And without that master's project, I wouldn't have had my first job and I wouldn't be here where I am today. That's so awesome. So, yeah. I, I owe a lot of uh, my success to that. I would love to be able to perform. I didn't realize it when I was young, that it was something I was passionate about. Um, but everybody, I've always been dramatic. Uh, to the point where sometimes I think it gets misinterpreted by people and they think that I'm actually really upset or like, I'm re- like really, yeah. um, just passionate. But in reality, I'm just, I'm just being loud and being big, just being fun. Yeah. And just trying to have a little bit of fun, mm-hmm. but I've never actually pursued that, but I got the chance to perform through the church that I was going to Okay, and I would play music with them and, uh, 
that was really my first taste of like getting out in front of people and like being extremely vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and then putting on a show and then in my own life, like I feel like a lot of times I'm playing a character like yeah. the, the person like teacher Mitch is just a character. Mm-hmm. And then like when I'm hanging out with new people, like professional Mitch, it's just a character that I just like put on when I'm in certain environments. Yeah, then, I do this. Yeah, I do the same thing. And the, it's just so much fun to, to play a character. Yeah. So I, I definitely could see how you would find value in that and like having the chance to like pretend to be something you're not. Although putting on that like very stereotypical like Indian doctor trope. It was, <laughs> it was very fun. Yeah. Because you get judged to be like, is that your real accent? <laughs> you know, I, I was very believable as a doctor. Yeah. I think was the accent. Just yeah. Like, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But you said nobody in your family has accents. That's true. Yeah. Well, media family. I got uh, my aunt. My aunt has it my grandparents have it really okay so you can do it pretty well because you're familiar with it yeah like i've i know people who have it so i just pick up on it yeah do you know Derek thomas yeah when i first met his dad and i heard him speak i was like what the fuck because it was like this perfect beautiful like non-regional diction he sounded Mm -hmm. like a freaking like a news anchor or something like that. Oh, yeah. And it was not what I was expecting because I knew that his dad had spent a large portion of his life in India. Right. And then recently, do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Mm, not a lot, just like very few. There's there's a, do you know who Dak Shepard is? Yeah, I know who he is. So he has a podcast called Armchair Expert. Okay. And his co-host's name is Monica Padman. And her parents, I think her dad is a first generation immigrant. Her mom is a second generation immigrant. Okay. And she was talking about how her dad went to classes and I can't remember what they were called, but the whole point of the classes was to like get rid of your accent. Oh, okay. And so he spent a lot of time like really, really working on that and taking that seriously. I imagine that's gotta be hard. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. It says a lot about the character of that person that they're willing to put that much effort into just being who they think they need to be in order to be successful. Yep. But it's also kind of a bummer that Americans as a culture mm-hmm. expect you to just be exactly like, yeah, you just have to be white. Why can't you speak like us? That yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. That's annoying. All right. Well, I've got to pee. So okay. Let's yeah. take a break. Let's take a break. Oh, I love a good piss. You know, somebody told me one time that a good piss is one seventeenth of an orgasm. I have 17 more of those then. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I wish we had recorded that because that was hilarious. You got to be close. You got to be. You got to be the power fist. I'm, I'm actually. I'm a little bit too close. I, I keep the mic too close to myself. It's a problem uh, that I have. You sound just fine to me. Thank you. Do you read a whole lot? I don't read really at all. I, I listen a lot. You I listen. watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. Uh, especially at work, I just, I need, I need something to listen to. Yeah. Right. So I always have my headphones on. So I'm either watching YouTube videos or I got my playlists on or something mm-hmm. uh, to help me focus. What do you like to listen to on YouTube? Uh, I watch, <laughs> I watch people play video games on YouTube. Okay. I'm, I'm one of those. Beautiful. I mean, it's fun. I, I don't watch it for the video games they play per se, but like the interactions between the people. The community. Yeah. Like, uh there'll be a group of people playing video games and it's all the the nonsense they talk about 
you know during the game that that intrigues me the most yeah like talking about shit that happens like one one episode i was watching they're talking about how one of the guys shit himself six times in a day <laughs> you know that that's the kind of stuff that i like to listen to that's crazy it, it just keeps me uh energized i guess yeah um but when i really need to focus i have certain playlists for like just music mm-hmm. like i started getting into um lo-fi you know i i, I got this place for like i call it japanese beats okay where it's like uh just like japanese music like the um i don't know what the instruments are like the string instruments mm-hmm. but like with the beat behind it that's cool uh, so I, I get down with that because it sets a tone that allows you to focus yeah it's it's nice and calming uh-huh like somehow it just opens my mind to like start thinking about what i'm doing at the moment mm-hmm. have you are you familiar with binaural beats that concept no i've never heard that it's like a it's a concept that if you play certain tones or like certain beats and i think lo-fi might be kind of like playing off of this Mm -hmm. um it can kind of create a certain mental state it can can take you to a certain place i can see that yeah yeah um i use them in my classroom binaural beats i'll play well i i've I'll play songs that are supposed to stimulate like focus or I'll I'll play and there won't be lyrics or stuff like that. It'll be just like, and it'll create an environment where ideally like this is supposed to be focused or if I've got an activity where they're supposed to be up moving around like this Mm -hmm. binaural beat is supposed to create like an energetic or like a, a a high energy environment. Yep. And I don't know if there's anything to it or not, but that was a great segue, though, to into something that I know you're going to be really interested in talking about. Video games? Yes. Okay. And so many people have talked about video games on this podcast. Yeah, let's talk. Chad <laughs> loves to play video games. Yep. My buddy Tim likes to play video games. I have to be honest, dude. I never really got into it. What I'm into right now, I'm playing Call of Duty Mobile. I really enjoy Call okay. of Duty Mobile. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I did play a lot was Halo. Yes. Because it's communal. Yes. Yep. That's a big part of it. You you could play against other people. Yeah, that that was a big uh big whole section of my video game life. Halo. Yeah. Like I started out with uh Nintendo. You yeah. Know, OG Nintendo, Mario, Duck Hunt, whatever. Uh then had a Sega Genesis mm-hmm. uh where Mortal Kombat, Sonic, the Hedgehog. Uh, and then the next big console was the Xbox. Right. But not when it came out. It was like one or two years afterwards. I had a friend who had an Xbox and had Halo. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time with a you know, first-person shooter game. Like, this is amazing. This looks nice. I can't wait to like an Xbox. Yeah. But, you know, my parents like, no video games, you know, study. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, we got an Xbox, got Halo, and, you know, I just bought every Halo game, played them all. What's your favorite? Yeah. Ooh. I think uh, the first one, yeah, because that's what it's. That's how it all started for me. Yeah, you know, with the pistol, with the scope. Yep, yep. The sniper, the sniping pistol, the sniper pistol. Yeah, yeah. So I had Game Boys. I played Pokemon. I loved. I played a lot of Pokemon. I will say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Switch now. So right now I have a Xbox One, PS4, a PC which I recently built mm-hmm. for gaming, and then a Switch. So I, I built my PC just so. Um, Cause like all the new consoles that come out, you can't play the new games until you get the new consoles. So that's going to cost money. So I figured if I buy a PC, I can play. I can essentially play almost any game. Yeah, I don't have to keep buying new consoles. So that's that's what I do now. I'm surprised 
that console gaming still exists. Yeah, with all the... Because every... For the Xbox, especially, every game on the Xbox, you can play on a PC. Yeah. It's like, why build more Xbox money, obviously. Right. And the hype. But, yeah, just go PC. And you can even buy a USB controller to where you can play the game on your PC with the exact same controller. Yeah. Like, I've... I have my PS4 controller hooked up to my PC. That's why I play uh, I play Sekiro. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you're playing now most of the time? Uh, yeah. I'm not familiar with that game. What is it? Um, It's the one where you're a ninja with the sword. Okay. And you go around hack and slash <laughs> and parry. It is... Have you heard of Dark Souls? Yes. It's like that, but, but with samurais and okay, stuff. Okay, cool. Um, it's very... It's it's fun. Um, I've, I've recently started streaming... <laughs> Oh really? On Twitch, not like not like for money or anything, but just for fun. Because yeah. I have friends at work that are into the same thing, so I, I stream for them. So they watch and they give commentary like "you suck" and shit like that, which is fun. <laughs> yeah, that is fun. So yeah, um, and sometimes when I take time off of work, I'll stream for a bit, and they're at work. They're watching me play while they're at work, and I'm not. I'm at home. <laughs> that's so hilarious. That's, that's that's pretty fun. Uh, so I said I. Yeah, I mean, I've started getting into it. I don't usually talk when I play video games, but I've started getting accustomed to it. Like when I see something, like I see a ghost, like, no, what the fuck is that? I'm yeah. not dealing with that. Fuck that. Yeah. And I'll just say it out loud. So yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll vocalize your internal dialogue. Yes. Yep. Because that's what people want here are watching you, I imagine. They want to hear yep. what you're experiencing. Yep. I have a, a student. He's a pretty cool kid. And... uh he is getting paid right now to do video game commentating. Mm. I don't know how much, uh, and I don't know like on what like a, level. This is a big thing now. Yeah, v- video games, streaming video games, and comment mm-hmm. commentary. Yeah, our generation, we grew up with video game consoles. Yeah, they were available from the very beginning. I had a Nintendo. I got. I played Mario. I never played really through the game. I've never finished it. Yeah. The I, I had I got Zelda the first one of the I had Ocarina of Time okay and I could I couldn't get past this one certain part and I just couldn't figure it out and I'm too stubborn to like look up like what I'm supposed to do next <laughs> yeah because that is a big part of it like yeah. going and looking up like what you're actually supposed to be doing I was like if I can't figure this out on my own what's the point of playing then what's the point right so I would just I was like well and I can't figure it out on my own so fuck this I'm not even yeah, gonna do it anymore just rage quit yeah so I never really got into video games until there was like a more community aspect and that's what Halo was for me yeah we would have LAN parties oh yeah and uh, we would just take TVs over to like one person's house like somebody would be in the bathroom and <laughs> somebody would be like that's uh, that's exactly what we did uh, me and Keisha we take our TV and Xbox to Drew's house yeah and we have a couch, two couches facing away from each other. Yeah. One TV on that side, TV on that side, and we just play. Yeah. And then you'd finish a round, somebody'd win, and then everybody'd run around and beat the shit out of each other for a few minutes. <laughs> well, we didn't do that part, but. Really? <laughs> no. Uh, we, I mean, we'd play all night. Yeah. Go to, we, we would go to sleep like 8 a.m. in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We would, well, that's exactly what we would do. We'd play all night. But I will say this there would be so much shit talking that mm-hmm. would be going on. Yeah. But not. Not so much during the game. If somebody died and they'd be like, fuck you, blah, 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 and you'd yeah. be yelling at them. But at the, at the end of each round, everybody would just 
go crazy and we'd be pushing each other and shoving each other and like waiting for the like the load screen to finish so we could play the next round i remember those days so fondly yeah we couldn't do that because our parents were in the house (laughs) (laughs) but no dave played dota he was really into dota which is kind of like league yeah um chad i think is he was a counter-strike guy right really into counter-strike at first i think he actually was really into doom first Mm, okay yeah he played a lot of doom and then he played Counter-Strike a ton. Yeah, I remember I've played kind of Call of Duty with him a lot. Yeah. I played Call of Duty with him quite a bit too, but I never had a game system. I just oh, never yeah. did. Um, but what else are you playing nowadays? Are you I mean, into the Witcher series? Did you get into that? I mean, I've seen, I saw the Netflix series. Yeah. But I don't think I can get into the game because it's just a, it's a lot of, um, it's just a lot in a game. Like, yeah. I like a game that's just, just action, and that's it. Yeah. You know, that's why I play Call of Duty, because you just get in a match, you play it, and then your next game. Yeah. But with The Witcher, it's like, you got to go here, do the side missions here. It's mm-hmm. like a whole it's like a whole adventure. But you said you have a Switch. Do you play Zelda? Uh, I did get the Zelda game, yeah. You- I, got, I got the Switch primarily for Smash Bros. Okay, yeah. So that's the game I play mostly. But yeah. I, I'd get, I did get Zelda on it, and it was fun. I loved Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Like... I had, I played it once, uh, first time, but I didn't really get into it because it was a little hard for me. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, I figured you know I'll just buy it. Let's let's try it again, and then yeah, I had fun with it. It was beautiful, aesthetically. I really enjoyed playing it. Mm-hmm. And then the puzzles, I enjoy puzzles. Yeah, and that's pretty much what Zelda is. It's a puzzle game. <laughs> yep. You said you. You met a girl in San Francisco. How did you meet her? How did you? Was she? Did she, was she from San Francisco and then she came to Louisville? No, she lives in San Francisco. Did you go to San Francisco to yeah, meet her? I did. Wow, that's I've, really cool. I've gone off. I've flown to Florida. I've driven to Canada. I've wow. gone all the way to California just to meet these people. Really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but just no luck. No. I guess it's nice because you're a single guy. I imagine you're making pretty decent money, so you have like a lot of autonomy. Mm-hmm. Do you travel a lot on your own just for fun? No. Really? No. Even after you did like that African safari thing, I imagine that was really cool. Yeah, that was, that was with the family, but I don't – like trips for myself, I don't really go anywhere. Really? Yeah, I usually go, if, I'll usually go with people on trips. Yeah, it's more fun to go with people. It would be yeah. hard to go by yourself. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, funny my, my trip to Canada, yeah. funny story. Um, a lot of people know this. So you know how there's a, the border. Yeah. You have to get through customs and everything. So I'm going, crossing through Canada, and they asked me, so what you visiting for? It's like, oh, I'm here to like meet a girl I met online. And they're like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, like, you're going to need, see, you're going to need to pull up over there. <laughs> so they, they stopped me. So I could explain like this whole process of like how you meet, like how Indians meet people through their parents and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen this thing before. He's he's good. So it took like an extra hour, <laughs> um, like just to just explain like this awkward. I was like, um, I'm here to meet a girl. <laughs> Do you watch Master of None? Have you seen that? I've seen it. Yes. Yeah. So I loved that show. It was an amazing show because mm-hmm. there's a very like he definitely portrays what you were just explaining there, like how Indian people's parents try to set them up with new people. Yeah. You should watch, uh, meet the Patels. Okay. That's, that's exactly what, uh, what's happening. Who's in that? Um, some comedian, 
whose last name is Patel, I forget his name. But he, he goes through like how he travels all around the world with all these girls trying to find someone. Yeah. But then, well, I'm not going to tell you the end, but okay, it's just that. So is that is that why you were traveling around? Was you were meeting girls that your parents were setting you up for? Or yeah, were you meeting yeah. girls that mm-hmm. oh. your parents were setting you up with them and then you were traveling to see them? Yes. And ultimately, like I guess if you were to choose to be in a relationship with one of those girls, one of you guys would have to completely uproot their entire life. Yeah. That is, that is, that is part of it. Meeting someone from like far away. Like, yeah. Uh, they'd have to move all the way here from their lives or I'd move all the way. Normally it's, it's the, the bride that moves over. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, that's normal in India. That's Indian just the culture thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like there are case, cases where it's the guy that moves because maybe his job allows it. Like for my job, I can work remote. Yeah, uh, and we have people who work remote from their homes because they don't have an office near their. Lo- like we have people in West Virginia mm-hmm. that work from their house every day because yeah. there's no office um, anywhere near. So like for me, that's doable. Yeah, yeah. And would you be con- you would consider moving? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, it, it's hard now. Now that I have a house. <laughs> well, yeah, that would make but, it challenging. Um, it's it's not a it's not a deal breaker, I guess you can say. So tell me about that process, though. So, oh, the whole parents process. Yeah, the whole parents process. Cause that's super interesting because it's just so much different so, than I think. Yeah. So what happens is, uh, my parents will know a person who knows other set of parents who's daughter would is looking for someone Mm -hmm. so there's like that middle guy that middleman um so then there's just contact between the two and what happens is like have you heard of bio data because that's a thing yes where like it's like a resume of like who you are on that shit like Mm -hmm. i like i have a pdf file of like pictures of me and like my stats you could say wow (laughs) yeah like how tall i am what my degrees are you know that kind of nonsense and it's a real thing that that exists so that that gets traded between the two right um so i see hers she sees mine and then we agree like you up for it yeah and then we say tell her parents yeah then she'll tell her parents yes or no and then you know that goes between the middleman and then that's where the connection starts like we'll trade e- they'll trade they'll uh, trade the emails addresses or phone numbers and then that's how it starts and you guys will chat and stuff like so that. so it's kind of like social media except social media is your parents right <laughs> so that's, so it's it's a interesting dynamic because uh yeah are your parents annoyed that you're not married is that a big oh, thing no. probably my mom is most yeah. she's like when are you gonna get married like everyone even my grandparents my grandma like well, I'm just waiting for you to find someone before I go. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh God! Just little things. Thanks like, for the pressure, grandma. Just little things like that, and like random people we know. Like, mm-hmm. so any time now, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. That's the worst. The pressure is what makes it hard. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like Indian pressure too. Yeah, different types of like pressure. It's kind of like, like traditionally, people Indians would get arranged marriage by now. Right. Right. Like I'm not really going th- through an arranged marriage situation, mm-hmm. so it's, it's kind of more free. So, you know, back then they'll say like, "Oh, 22, you're still young." You know, you still got, still got some time. But now I'm like 30, so it's like whatever. So you're still young and have plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but the pressure makes it hard it's yep. not good to have that yep and you feel i like i get comments every now and then about it yeah so so did i uh but no, nobody wants to make you feel bad are you feeling discouraged i hope not i hope you're not feeling discouraged i mean th- there are times you know just from all the letdowns and whatnot like eh, but you know you gotta learn from gotta pick it back up yeah. try again i'm op- i'm 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 starting to become open to more now Anything. it's it's reaching point where it's like not not that i'm not desperate like hey i need to find someone it's like you know all these certain things that i was looking for before i'm, I'm a little 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 more general mm-hmm. you know like i don't need this specific type of person mm-hmm. you know there's all kinds of people that i'm willing to I don't know if the accept is the right word, but like, that's a, that's the perfect uh, word. Yeah, because that's what you do. Nobody is perfect. You you find someone who compliments you well. Yeah, just looking for someone that accepts me for mm-hmm. the fact that I play video games or watch cartoons, YouTube, all that shit. Yeah, nerd stuff. You know. Yeah, ideally you'd find somebody who was into those same things. Yeah, Sarah and I are very different. I like to watch cartoons. I don't get a chance to watch TV as much as I used to. But when I did, I love Futurama. Mm, yep. She's not about any yeah. Futurama. I relate to Fry, I relate to Fry on like a profound <laughs> level. Nice, nice. Like in love with the same girl for like his entire life, not having those feelings reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Feeling like you just everything you do is awkward and you just don't fit in and just silly. Mm-hmm. And I love that show. Uh, she's not about it. She doesn't watch TV. I'll try to talk to her about all these different movies. She's not interested in them. Yeah. Can I ask you why you don't drink? Um, yeah, you can. Uh, well, why don't you drink? <laughs> um, yeah, I get asked that a lot because like, people expect me to drink. Like, It's like the norm nowadays, right? It kind of is, yeah. Yeah. It's just I just grew up not needing to. Yeah. Like I don't need to drink. Like I'll have a good time. Yeah. Um. I, mean, I guess part of it is like growing up, my parents would tell me, don't drink, do drugs mm-hmm. or whatever. I guess that kind of, that's that was stuck. bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't do drugs, definitely. Um, but drinking, I think, um, like everyone I know around me has started to drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, socially, things like that. No one's bad at it or anything, but it's just not in my repertoire. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I just not interested. I haven't had a need two specifically maybe part of it is like um i don't want to kill any brain cells because i need them or something true some bullshit like that um i'm trying to watch what i put in my body i mean except for the junk food and all the shit that i eat <laughs> you know because that's it's food but like something yeah. like that yeah well if you want to talk about drugs there are a lot of them some of them are allowed some of them are not alcohol is one that's allowed mm-hmm. that is weird to me that it's allowed when others aren't because I know a lot of people whose lives have been fucked up by alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And then if you want to talk about a drug that can kill you if you mess with it in the wrong way, alcohol is one of them. Mm-hmm. So, is alcohol considered a drug? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, like, like by technical definition or something. I think so. Yeah, I mean, like caffeine technically is a drug. Like, oh, okay. anything that you put in your body that will that's not natural that's for the not body. Natural that that in, that has an influence on. Um, the processes that are taking place in your body is a drug. Yeah. So like caffeine is okay. like a sense. stimulant. Nicotine is a stimulant. Well, that's a big one, yeah. Uh, 
alcohol is a depressant mm-hmm. and then like you can keep going and you got like thc the stuff that's in weed and all those different drugs but like right and then, and then you know like if you want to talk about like pharmacology like anything that you take tylenol is a drug that's true yeah you know? all the over-the-counter stuff yeah. that's all drugs over-the-counter yep. drugs mm-hmm. so like picking and choosing which drugs you use and which drugs you don't use is important right um so i totally understand not liking and wanting to use alcohol because you definitely lose your inhibitions mm-hmm. and some people get hooked on it yep caffeine's a big one I, I can, do you not drink coffee at all? Uh, I, I can drink coffee. Yeah. But I'm trying not to be dependent on it. Yeah. That's why I try to avoid it when I can. That's smart. Cause I definitely, I'm not dependent on it because there are some mornings that I just don't have the chance to have it. Right. But I feel the difference when I don't, I'm like 10% yeah. more alert when mm-hmm. I have had some caffeine yeah so i try to say off i could say off coke and uh coffee mm-hmm. that way i don't grow a tolerance to it so when i need it and i use it then it's that's, that's when it counts that's smart like uh like when it's co- really cold outside i'll have i'll have tea or coffee or something just to warm me up mm-hmm. you know keep me active or if i'm spending a if i stayed up too late too late one night i'll either just power through the next day or i'll have something like like hot chocolate like we have a coffee espresso machine whatever at the office and i just pour a cup of uh hot milk chocolate mm. just just because it's keeps me warm and chocolate has caffeine yeah it's much less than coffee but it makes sense you're using it as a tool yeah i'm more i'm more of a, a utility man yeah yeah that's smart um my mom texted me what's she saying Good morning. How are you and Spike doing? Reminding you to water the plants today. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Did you not do that? Well, no, she texted me, I think it was yesterday or the day before, to make sure to go to their house to water the plants because they're out of town. Okay. Um, and I said, okay, but text me again because I know I'll forget. So that's what that was. I do the exact same thing with my parents. I get into a routine. Yep. And doing things outside of that routine is hard for me. Yep. But I, I've learned as an adult to have like structures in place that help me to do with that. Mm-hmm. Do you have those? Well, do you have an example? Yeah, like so Google Calendar. Oh, definitely. I'm addicted to Google Calendar. Yeah, I use that for all my events. Anytime I'm going to have something that I need that I know that I'm going to be needed to be reminded about, I put it into the calendar. Yeah, I got Google Calendar, Google Keep for Notes and then uh Yep. some task app, Google Tasks to, for shopping lists stuff like that. The same exact. Yep. I think we have the same system. Mm-hmm. I Google Keep is an awesome thing cuz you can talk into it yep voice memos voice i'll leave myself voice memos yeah i even told my google homes like hey remind me to do something that's awesome i don't have that set up yet uh like wake me up at eight that's awesome shit shit like that yeah so is your house like do you have it fully smartificated uh no i just have three google home devices yeah one in my room uh one in the kitchen and then one in my office that might be my next step and so if you say, like, remind me to do this, it'll set a reminder in what? Google Calendar? Um, no, I think, like, there's, like, a reminders thing in Google itself. Okay. So, like, if you tell your Google Home to set your reminder, it'll it'll tell you on your phone, too. Right. Yeah. Like, I even say, like, hey, Google, good morning when I wake up. And yeah. it tells me what I was doing right Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, temperature, uh, weather, traffic, 
what are your plans today? Things like that. That's cool. I need to do that. I need to get something set up like that because that'd be really mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Sarah is still, she's an Apple girl. <sighs> Shame. I don't understand it either. Um, but I'm trying to get her to come over to the dark side or at least just to download Google Calendar so that we could share it with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like to take notes. I like to have lists, I like to-do lists. Otherwise, I wouldn't get anything done. Yeah. And I didn't used to do that at all because it used to be that I wasn't involved in anything complicated enough that I couldn't just remember it. Yeah, I used to not need to do that. Like in school, I just knew what I needed to do. But adult life, there's a lot more responsibility. Yes, there so, is. Like I have bills. It's all automatic, but I still have Google Calendar events, like when the bills need to be paid. When do I need to give Spike his heart guard, his next guard? Mm-hmm. Um, when does the trash come? Things right. like that. If you don't do those things, you might forget. Yep. I think everybody, I don't think there are very many people who are just so put together that they've got everything just worked out in their brain to where they know exactly what needs to be going on. Right. So I like to use Google Calendar. You've been an awesome guest. Oh, thank you. You've been an awesome host. Thank you. I think having you on with Chad and Jake would be yeah. a phenomenal dynamic. Dude, parts. I just want to like give Chad shit. Yeah, just like the old days. That would be beautiful. And then you'd have like forty minutes of Chad throwing the f bomb because I'm pissed him off, and I'll be like, it. and then like I think all my commentary will just be laughing at Chad. That's great. I think that's what's gonna be. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Chad, Chad, you listen to Chad. Mm-hmm. He was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Was not expecting that out of Chad. Yeah, when I saw that first Facebook post about. Hey, anyone interested in what Chad has to say? I know he's a quiet guy. And I was like, you know, that's actually a good point. What would he have to talk about? And then he goes on for a full hour. Yeah. Yeah. He did a great job. Hey man, we've been at this for like three hours. Yeah. It's, I didn't feel that long. It doesn't feel like that. It's a time warp. Oh my God. Yeah. The the listener is going to be like three hours. What are you talking about? This is only a two hour podcast. Guys, you don't get to hear everything. You don't get to be privy to all of the stuff that yeah, we talk about. I got to hear everything. Yeah, Shamir got to hear all of it. I'm sorry, guys. Actually, I feel now I feel exclusionary. Gosh. <laughs> Whatever. Thank you so much for doing this. This was a blast. Yeah, thank you for having me. You want to do it again? Yeah. Great, then I'll be in touch. I'm on board. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, cool. Let's nice. And that's it, guys. That's part two of our conversation with Shamir. What a cool dude. I met him in college. I always liked him. I had no idea that he grew up right off Dixie Highway, that he went to Greenwood Elementary. I had no idea. It's crazy the things you can learn about people when you just really sit down and get a chance to to actually have a meaningful conversation with them. If you want to catch up and make a podcast with me, reach out. I've already reached out to a bunch of people myself. It hasn't been hard to get people on the show, which has been really cool. And if you're not interested in being on the show, but you want to show your support, check out the Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash Mitch Makes Podcasts. Right now, the coolest thing about it is you get both part one and part two on Sundays. So that is a pretty cool perk. And I'm working on others, trying to come up with good ideas. If you guys have any good ideas, shoot them over to the Facebook page. Just Friends Podcast on Facebook or the Instagram page, justfriends.pod on Instagram. I had a blast with Shamir. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Stay safe, wash your hands, guard your toilet paper. I love you. Have a good week. Mm-hmm.
拜。